So we just picked up, uh, what did we pick up? Uh, Japanese whiskey. Yeah, Japanese, well, do you remember what no it was e. called? No E. No E. K-Y. They do the Scottish spelling. Oh. It's only the Scots and the dreaded Japanese who spell it that way. Weird. I'm trying not to hit this, um, this uh, shopping cart, man. So, yeah, the great adventure continues. Uh, we are in the car on our uh, great uh, taco tour of L.A. extravaganza, which um, we Happy birthday, Sean! No, it's still your birthday. Oh, right. mine's, mine's a ways away. I just want to point out that uh, that grocery cart man, shopping cart man that mm -hmm. I narrowly avoided, yeah. he basically had like airbags on the side oh. of his vehicle. Yeah, uh, like a boat with the, the pontoons on, or not the yeah. pontoons, the, well. the tires on the side and the little food. Right, yeah. Things. Kind of, yes, he kind of had a tugboat aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. But they were all like kind of brilliantly white target bags. Yeah, when I become homeless, I'm going to adopt the tugboat aesthetic. Well, I would say that your aesthetic right now, Sean, is recently homeless. <laughs> like the tatters of your former life are still clinging to you. Um, that's not far from the truth. Right. I mean, um, you do technically have an abode. You have an address. Yeah. <laughs> you have somewhere the federal government could find you. What was it? Uh, I, I used to have a uh, comic relief CD, and I think someone's joke was... Uh, uh, George George Bush's definition of a homeless person is someone that does not own their own home. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a joke so much as just an observation. I suppose. That's the joke. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it was like Whoopi Goldberg or someone. Right. So, you know, you can't expect too much. But Well, I think I read somewhere. So, you know, you hear all this about the affordable uh, housing crisis in America and mm -hmm. how in California you have to work like 95 hours a, <laughs> a month or a week or a week, whatever. Yeah, a day. Basically, <laughs> it's like impossible to afford rent on minimum wage in California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the reason that this doesn't get a lot of traction is that like 79% of Americans are homeowners or something. Oh, oh, some crazy number. Really? I think this was from The Economist or some semi-reputable. 79%? Maybe 75? Really? It was like well Jesus. over 50. And that's why politicians don't give a shit because it's like, eh. Yeah. 20% of the population, we don't care. That's a good number. I mean, it's it's probably just cities like this, though. I mean, Chicago was pretty bad, too. I don't know. I don't know. It, it does seem like some end-of-days, post-apocalyptic shit sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you go out into the suburbs of Chicago, you can get a home for, you know, 190000 for, you know, a nice two-, two three-bedroom, couple sure. bedrooms. I saw... And I saw an ad for a, um, a nice, basically a mansion in my old hometown for $70,000. Yeah, yeah, totally. Two-story with, you know, two-car garage, basement, probably four bedrooms, three baths, $70,000. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could buy that house. <laughs> uh, a guy we work with was uh, telling me that he owned a home, I think, like in uh, Iowa or something. Uh -huh. and it was like a $10,000 home. But it was like, you know, two bedroom, bathroom. Sure. You know, like a regular home home. Yeah. Not like a trailer, you know. I used to rent a townhouse in Asheville for $700 a month. It was two stories. Jeez. Um, now, even Asheville has become a lot more expensive since then. That was kind of, that was a good find then. It would be impossible now. Uh, for those of you outside of uh, the L.A. horror story, a, uh, a one bedroom in L.A. for rent pretty much goes for like, Twelve to fifteen hundred, and that's like in the poor neighborhoods. Oh yeah, twelve hundred would be an amazing find. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mine is pretty cheap, but I'm in a really poor neighborhood, so. Uh, yeah, you're. In, you, uh, I imagine the 
the guests who come over to Fallcast Studios for the first time are, are, are kind of scared when they have to yeah. park three blocks away. Yeah, and walk. clutching <laughs> clutching their bags close to their chest. Indeed, why we haven't had many uh, female visitors to the Fallcast Studios. Whenever whenever I imagine people coming to the studios for the first time, I always flash back to like um, the various versions of Batman's parents being killed. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> you know, like these uh, hoity-toity types coming out of Zorro and then getting gunned down in front of Fallcast Studios. Totally, while a child looks on in horror. So, there would be like eight children looking on in horror. Yeah. But that's... I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of like Mexican superheroes in the next 20 years <laughs> because of your house. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But Cleaning yeah, up the streets. Uh, anyways, real estate around here is just fucking ridiculous. Like to actually buy any sort of, you know, home home, not even not like a condo or something. You're talking at least half a million dollars. And that's just for like a shithole that's like in my bad neighborhood. So. Oh, I remembered why I told that long, rambling, um, extremely erotic story about my brown shorts. Erotic! Erotic! Irrevocable! Oh. Stricken from the record! Damn. Um, R.I.P. Scalia, sweet angel. R.I.P. Antonin. <laughs> in our thoughts, in our prayers, in our dreams. Mm. Do you think Prince and Scalia are jamming in heaven together? <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. They're, they're shooting some hoops. <laughs> I, want, I want to see some fan art of, like, you know... Prince and David Bowie with like Scalia on on the Moog keyboard, <laughs> you know, mm. sending up some fat licks. And Princess Diana just kind of like uh, sprawled across the piano. Yeah, maybe maybe scratching at the DJ booth. There you go. Yeah, but Scalia doing like a one finger Moog solo. That'd mm. be pretty cool. Real nice, nice fat fuzzy solo. And Analog synth. Alan Rickman just in the corner scowling at everyone. Uh, that doesn't make sense. He was an actor. Anyway, the reason I got. The reason I was leaning in towards you when you thought I was calling you a genius the last episode was because um, I don't know what happens. It doesn't matter if I put the lid on the coffee cup uh, or if the dude puts the lid yeah, on the coffee yeah. cup, but it always drips. Yep. And so when I hold the coffee cup over my nice brown shorts, I'll get these friggin' coffee stains on there. But they're brown shorts, so the brown coffee should be fine, but, right? See, they're mud brown. Mud brown, mud boys. Mud boys, respect, represent. There's your problem. You should get shorts that match your coffee preference. You're right. Or I maybe should. you should just match your coffee preference to your shorts. And no, you should I, start putting cream in there. Are these shorts French roast? <laughs> no, they're more of a city roast. They're more of like a yeah, Costa Rican light brown. Anyway, so I, I had all these hideous, not hideous, barely noticeable <laughs> coffee stains. At least that's what my girlfriend said. Mm. That's what my Nana said, that they were barely noticeable. Coffee stains all over my shorts. Got sick of that aesthetic, the recently homeless aesthetic that you're... <laughs> rocking yeah so uh so this is my new method of you know giraffing the the coffee where i sort of crane my neck out to the right so that any of the coffee will drip onto my emergency break instead of my emergency shorts i see yeah because you can change your shorts but you can't change your car you can change your shorts but you can't change your mind you can change that's that's what my poppy taught me you can change your friends and you can change your shorts but you can't change your friend's shorts you could, you could. Yeah, you could. I, honestly, I would say that's the definition of a friend. If you can change their shorts, they go from being a colleague mm. or an acquaintance to a yeah. friend. Yeah, I've definitely had some friends that have, uh, you know, passed out in piles of vomit that I've had to change their shorts. Um, I feel like you have a lot of friends who wear shorts. Is that inappropriate of me to say? I don't know what that's supposed to You seem like a imply. shorts kind of guy. Me? No, yeah. I feel like a five-year-old in shorts. I can't really do it. I also feel like a child in shorts, but yeah. I also feel like you're friends with a lot of childish men. Me? Yeah, probably yeah. so. Um, although that's because I haven't seen most of them in 10 years, so I still see them as 
children. children. Yeah. That's not really what I was getting at, but that's a <laughs> that's a nice that's like a kind way of deflecting it. I suppose. Um, so let's let's chat for a minute about this taco tour we're on. Mm-hmm. We haven't we still have yet to explain <laughs> this to the listeners. So for for the big day for the national holiday that is my birthday, Wheeler's birthday week. Yeah, I, I'm invoking my natural born right of um, owning Sean's butt for the day. Mm. And so my my uh, demand for today is tacos. Tacos <laughs> out the wazoo. Not the Wahoo tacos. Mm. Not the that, Wahoo fish tacos. Yeah, that would be... Uh, that would be a waste of a taco tour. Is that breaded fish? Or a is waste that, of a birth. Uh, uh, um, I think they're probably lightly battered. Mm. I wouldn't know. <laughs> like me. I don't eat my fish in Burbank food courts. Mm. Um, but anyway, so I said, okay, Sean... I'm going to have you from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. Sean said, no, I sleep till 10. So, okay, <laughs> 10 p.m. till 8 p.m. We're going hard. We're going to hit up at least three taco places, maybe as many as six. We'll see what the iron stomach can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, our first stop on the tour was what, Sean? Uh, I don't remember what it was called. It was called Home State, Sean. Home State. Now, would you describe the aesthetic to the listeners? Um, hipster explosion. Um, yep. Yeah, just All a- the way from Austin. The, uh, the aftershocks are being felt in Los Feliz, California. Uh, is that which one did hipsters start in? Was that Austin or Los hipsters? Feliz? Yeah, were invented in Austin in 1997. Okay, and then they migrated to Los Feliz and kicked out. One of more time, Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Right in the feels. Right, right in the feels. Yeah, I, I lost all my feels. Right. Um, but yeah, it was uh, you know kind of a, a nice place. I was a little scared at the beginning because the line was going out the door. But then oh, I realized okay. that the uh, the cash register is right inside the door, so yeah. it wasn't as bad as I anticipated. Okay, we had just for the listeners' um, <laughs> point of view, we had to wait behind about five people. Yeah, which for brunch in LA, that's pretty much being seated immediately. Yeah, but th- this is also why I don't leave my house. Like Fair. if I can't, you know, step right up to the counter and order my food, I'm uh, already perturbed. Right. Um, well, well, as I said when we were walking up to Homestead, you know, I understood the risk, the inherent risk of prying you out of your home, mm-hmm. okay? Because I want to get there early, avoid the five-person line, yeah. go straight in, you want to sleep in. It's kind of like, you know, prying open a hornet's nest with a single lazy hornet in there, totally. you, you being the hornet. Indeed. Uh, to your credit, you did originally suggest the 8 a.m. start time, which is uh, a, a little bit uh, early for the uh, the fall here. Right, um, old you, man fall. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to do a lot more grunting and groaning. And uh, you were a little bit late picking me up, which we had scheduled for 10 o'clock, but I was even later getting my shit together. So. I believe I was waiting in the car. Yeah, for a good, like, 10 minutes I called minutes you. So. Yeah. My girlfriend FaceTimed me. Hmm. I listened to the Merle Haggard. <laughs> I, I did some chores while I was waiting for you. Awesome. I, I don't feel as bad then. Not no, I don't really, feel bad at all. Yeah. But um, You've wasted plenty of my time. No, and honestly, I, I've tried to do it the other way. I tried to get places when they open, like, earlier on weekends, and sometimes the line is... Even more worse. egregious. Yeah, because these L.A. bastards want to get up and, like, fucking run at 6 in the morning. These and... Austin to Los Feliz pieces of shit. Pretty much. Come to my neighborhood I lived in two years ago. <laughs> open up a nice shop with books on the shelves, framed photos, text and coffee. Goddamn hipsters in their Ray-Bans. Now let's talk about the breakfast burrito. Uh, it wasn't a breakfast burrito. It was breakfast tacos. Right. But they were it was breakfast pretty burritos. much a burrito. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, point one. Point one, evidence A, exhibit <laughs> A, the flour tortilla. Totally, yeah. So they, they have the option of the corn and also the flour tortilla. 
But the flour tortilla, I guess, is like they were definitely pimping the flour. They, yeah, that was the that was the one that he offered me. He's like, "You want the flour?" And I'm like, oh, "Well, I think okay. it says like has their logo like or home state flour yeah, tortilla, yeah, yeah. which I think is somewhat immoral to have a flour tortilla for a taco." But we went with it, mm-hmm. or at least I did. Oh, we actually ordered the exact same yeah, thing we did accidentally. Yeah, except you got a latte, I got coffee. We're so different, Sean. How do um, we get along? Uh, like. Peas and carrots. So we both got the breakfast taco, and then we both got the Pecos, which was the the scrambled eggs and the brisket. Yeah. Now, what did you think? Um, I was uh, originally anticipating and then cemented in my opinion that brisket is not a breakfast meat. Um, it was the eggs were done okay. Uh, they weren't like runny or overcooked. Um, the breakfast, or I'm sorry, the brisket one was literally flour tortilla, a, uh, a slap of brisket and eggs on top. Um, it was okay, kind of blandish. Um, the the meat itself would probably be decent in like a regular taco, but with the eggs, I wasn't impressed. Um, the other one was the uh, the tripe or the um, what the hell? They Trinity. Call it? Trinity. Oh, that would have been amazing if they had tripe. tripe. <laughs> that would have been like a, an actual taco place. No, the, the Trinity was the uh, basically standard breakfast burrito of uh, uh, bacon, eggs, and potatoes. Um, I believe that uh, it was akin to a normal breakfast burrito, but yeah. for like three fifty, they give you like one piece of bacon, and I think there was like maybe one or two hunks of potato in there. Um, now imagine, if you will, listeners, a burrito that doesn't quite wrap all the way around. Exactly. That's what this was. It was like a taquito uh, breakfast burrito. Like an unfried taquito. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was decent, but the, the price was a little out of control. I, I think we're on the same page here. I also, I liked it. I actually like the brisket more. Mm. I think because I put the red salsa as, uh, as the label said on it. I did. Yeah, there, there was a choice of red salsa or green salsa. Which I think speaks to the bigger problem with this place, which is that they want to have it both ways. Hmm. They want to have it fancy, but and simple. Hipster. They want to have it, yeah, they want to have it elevated, but authentic. Yeah. They want to have it in English and Spanish. It's like salsa is not an English word. Just yeah. say rojo salsa. Yeah. Like, obviously it's red. My eyes tell me that's red. You don't need to tell me that this bottle contains something green. I see that it's green. It's like the problem with hipsters, like everything is just kind of like an inside joke and like I feel like the the establishment itself is a joke on its customers, much like this podcast is a joke on our listeners. This isn't a joke, this is a punishment (laughs) for poor life choices. (laughs) Indeed. Um, If you find yourself listening to TBC, something has gone horribly, horribly wrong. Pull over to the side of the road, (laughs) call your parents, hug someone. Reconsider your life decisions. Indeed. Maybe just turn around. Like, whatever direction <laughs> you're going in, literally, philosophically, morally, sexually, just do a 180. Just turn, try it. Can't be worse. Turn around, bright eyes. Turn around. We can't afford that. That's Cut it! My favorite Prince song. Cut it! Just remember to text